Hey, 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 my friend, Coach Paul here. I wanted to stop by really quick and personally thank you for hitting that subscribe button and sharing this out with your friends and family in advance. Now, if this content is bringing you any value, do me a huge favor, my friend, and drop me a review down below here on Apple Podcast. And I just want to encourage you that if you have not purchased the book yet, that link will be down below, or you can do a search on Amazon for 100 Power Tips to set you free. And remember, follow me on my website, setfreelife.net, so that we can connect. And with that being said, let's get started. Well, all righty, and welcome back to another Power Tip here with Coach Paul Ibarra, and we are diving into life tip number 43. And remember, you can reach me at setfreelife.net to connect with me on all my socials, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And so with that being said, let's get started, all right? So again, life tip number 43, get back to work. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to read a portion of the book and then we're going to dive into this conversation. I've got a phenomenal friend of mine, Tasha Hart, that I met her back in January, February off of Clubhouse. But man, the minute that we connected, we just totally just connected. And so this woman has a powerful, powerful message. She's got puzzled uh, to purpose. I'll let her explain all of that and introduce herself. But I'm going to start in the book and then we're going to dive into this conversation like we always do. So remember, get back to work. Is it time to start living out the hard work in order to live the dreams you've been given? At times in your life, you have experienced times of rest, and at other times, you have had a flow of productive, hard work. And every day, every one of your actions has a consequence. Listen, when you invest in yourself, for example, resting fully one day a week, eating a proper diet, an adequate amount of sleep and exercise, you have the positive results of a healthy body a sound mind, and a content spirit. These results also occur when you put yourself in the harvest of consistent, proper, diligent work. When you do that, you do reap the benefits of your business growing, your project coming to fruition, and you accomplish your dreams. So where do I get this life tip from? Y'all have heard me said before, when my wife and I transitioned from Texas to Colorado, um, we stayed in an Airbnb. And it was, I had no Wi-Fi. I had no means of contact with anybody. We're in a whole new land, like this, like a strange new land. We were like E.T. that came down from wherever he came from. Strange land. And it was a point in my life where I'm like, man, there's nothing for me to do. So I got a whole lot of rest. And I started getting complacent in that area. And I really, truly heard the Lord say, get back to work. And what did he mean? Get back to creating the life tips podcast those who subscribed months ago these are all new podcasts so you understand and he said start creating the podcast so that you can create your book so i said okay so all i could do is record and so in that season that's when i said wow this is a great life tip get back to work the rest is good vacation's good all of that stuff is good but at the same time we've got to get back to work so with that being said I've got a phenomenal friend of mine, like I said earlier, Tasha Hart. So Tasha, do us a huge favor, my friend. Let us know who you are, where you hail from, 
and what you do, share your website, all of that good stuff. And let's dive into this conversation of get back to work. Get back to work. I can't wait to dive into this because every time <laughs> you and I get together, it's just phenomenal. We have an amazing discussion. We have a great time and it's just like getting together with family and I do consider you family. So thank you for inviting me thank to you. share this life tip. I am Tasha Hart, but most people call me the puzzle lady and I enjoy giving practical analogies and life um, experiences and sharing those using puzzle analogies for life application and putting some intentionality behind it, giving examples on how you can go from being puzzled about your purpose or puzzled about what you should be doing at this season or time in your life to having practical steps and some intentionality with purpose. So how to go from being puzzled to having purpose in all areas of your life. I do a broadcast, which you're very aware of, but your audience may not be Monday through Friday on HAPS at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. So right before you go on, I'm eating up that morning time as well. And then most people can find me on all social media platforms at Puzzled, the number two in the middle, Purpose, all one word, Puzzled to Purpose. And you can find me just about anywhere. My website is Puzzled to purpose.com. So easy to find, just Google the puzzle lady, <laughs> Google awesome. the puzzle lady. But I am, I'm excited about this topic, get back to work because it's one of my favorite out of your life tips book, simply because it spoke to me so strongly about the season that I find that I'm currently in. I, I just, mm. I kept going back to this one and I know we're going to dive into it, so I don't want to jump right in there. But, yeah, I'm so excited, Coach, to, to be here and to have this discussion. No, let's jump into it. I mean, this is this is what this conversation is all about. Yeah, and you yeah, are yeah. so right. You and I can have dialogue and we like we get each other. We're like right there. Like we're old school. We love yes. TLC. Yes. We love old school jams. This That's Marquee. just. Yeah. <laughs> You say he's just a friend. Yes. 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 So listen. Yeah. So just dive into this, this, um, your perception, dive into this revelation, dive into how you feel about that, because that's the awesome thing about the book is that when the Lord had me write the book was put a game plan on the right side of each chapter, each life tip. And so, you know, share with us your game plan, what you got out of it and share a little bit about what you're going through and all that good stuff. So I read a quote and it kind of goes along with this life tip. And it was, um, the man at the top of the mountain didn't fall there. He didn't land there by accident. And that, that quotes from Vince Lombardi, who I'm a huge fan of, and um, mm-hmm. I I was thinking about that and I was thinking about your life tip and that quote came to mind. Uh, it's the same thing. Sometimes we find ourselves in places where we didn't get there by accident. And some things, if we're going to end up somewhere different, if we're going to get to the place that we consider our goal or cross that finish line of our purpose or even that next level of whatever God has called us to put our hands to, we're not going to get there by accident. You're not just going to end up on the mountaintop or end up at that successful point or whatever 
God has you chasing after and seeking after, hungering after by accident. It's going to require action. So that life tip, get back to work. Um, You also mentioned in your book that getting back to work happens in seasons. And that just spoke to me. I was like, there's different work for different seasons. And I stopped because at the end of that, you're so good at laying out the tip, giving a little background, but then leaving room for us to interpret what that tip means to us. And so you had um, suggested that we go to Proverbs and I have it open here, Proverbs 14, 23, and it says, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. And again, it just brought me back to that quote by Vince Lombardi. Again, you're not going to profit by accident. You're not going to land in prosperity, whether that is monetary, spiritual, mental, physical. You mentioned Mm -hmm. doing the work when it comes to eating healthy and filling our minds with positive things that are going to nurture it and help us grow in that arena. None of that happens by accident. We have a choice, just like you and your wife had a choice when you went to Colorado. Even after God said, get back to work, you still had a choice. You could have said, nah, you know, not right now. I'm chilling. I'm enjoying the scenery. You've seen these mountains. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've never been here before. You could have used that as an excuse. God, I've never been here before. I don't know what to do, but you didn't. You made a choice that, okay, God, I'm going to get back to work. And what I'm going to do first is start with what I know. And then I'm going to discover and find the tools and the skills and the answers for what I don't know. But I'm not, the one thing I'm not going to do is make an excuse for why I can't get back to work. And I started out this year in a similar position. I started out this year saying, especially after last year and watching how quickly the world changed, watching how quickly life changed for my friends, my family, my work situation, all of it changed. And I know I'm not the only one. And I had to stop myself and say, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with this change? Am I going to be flexible in this season? Am I going to adapt in this season or am I going to make excuses? So the beginning of this year, I found myself in that same uh, moment with God where he was pushing me to get back to work and not the way that I was used to, not like I did in 2019, not like I did in 2018 or any of the years prior to that. The Lord really was pushing me to think about what it means to get back to work. Mm. So I I started doing some research. You know me, I like to dig and do some research. And one of the things that it says when, when they were encouraging people to go back to work physically You know, people started at the beginning of this year and further into the year going back to work after being quarantined at home or being isolated from their normal routine. It said that the number one thing was to find safety and compliance in getting back to work. And I said, "Okay, God, how do I find a safe way to get back to work? 
for the plans that you have called me to and do it in compliance with your word. Because the world's telling us one thing. The world's telling us their way to get back mm-hmm. to work. They're telling us what to do, what to wear, what to say. You know, all these things that the world is saying is their version of how to get back to work and be in compliance with their rules and be safe according to what they say. And God was like, I'm telling you to get back to work and I want you to be compliant with what I say. And I want you to be safe according to what I have commanded. So I need you to find those guardrails, the safe way to get back to work in my word. And I mean, I'm telling you, this life tip coach, you, you have no idea what you started. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, coach. So when I said that life tip number 43 was my jam, I was not kidding. I, I, um, I want to mention just two more things real quick and then I'll let you let me know what you're thinking. But the second thing about getting back to work was to compare your capacity to get back to work. What is your capacity now? I mean, you've been you've been chilling, you've been at home, you've been quarantined, whatever the case may be, whatever the reason was that you stopped working, it changed your capacity. I look at you when when you said about going to Colorado, you had changed your scenery. You you had a different capacity when you went to Colorado than you did before you got there. Right. And you have to stop and evaluate that and look at, okay, what do I have available? What can I contain at this point, at this season, so that when I get back to work, I'm not wasting my capacity? Um, mm-hmm. And then the next was attendance. You know, if you're going to wow. get back to work, you got to show up for yourself. You know, I get up every morning at 6 a.m., Monday through Friday, and then I've got um, things that I have to do on the weekends to prepare for the next week, Monday through Friday. And then there's other things, your home life and family and church. The world doesn't stop. But I had to look at, am I going to keep showing up regardless of what's going on in the world and people trying to give you their insight and their input? And then last team and coordination, but I want to stop right there. Cause I know I said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is all good stuff. Listen, there's so many things that I want to touch on that you said, again, we can, we can have dialogue for two or three hours because it just, our conversations build on one another. Right. And so yeah. this all comes back to the whole puzzle analogy and, and, and just the way everything fits. And I literally, no lie. I literally just recorded life tip number 36. Now watch life tip number 36. New advent, new adventures yield new life and new life has new routines. So exactly what you're saying that in that rest season, in that rest moment. So I encourage y'all get the book. The, the links are going to be down below. All right. Or you could do a search on Amazon for 100 power tips to set you free uh, or even just put in coach Paul and my book will come up. But what you were saying about the rest season is that your capacity has changed. Your rest season may be, man, this is so good. Your rest season may be because even in January of this year, I sprained my ankle. And this was during, I'm grinding, I'm getting clients, I'm I'm trying to move, I'm trying to do all that. And I get this sprained ankle, like literally 500 feet from my house, right? And I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need. I'm trying to get back motivated because... Here's the thing. In Fort Worth, my ministry was so different 
Colorado and Texas are two different entities, Mm -hmm. two different vibes, two different atmospheres. Everything here is slow. Everyone's just chilling. We had to get used to going to a restaurant and not getting served till about an hour later. I'm going to be honest. Texas, you get in, in and out. Boom, shaka, you're in and out. Done. Mm -hmm. Colorado and Greeley, it was like 20 minutes just to get a waitress. Then 20 minutes to get our drinks. Then 20, 15 minutes later, and I'm not even exaggerating. It was like me and my wife were like, all right, where's our stuff? And so we had to pretty much conform to the atmosphere. Come on. Now, I know we're going against what the word says. Do not be conformed to this world, the patterns of this world, blah, blah, blah. However, new adventures have new routines. Yes. And so to your point, it's so powerful because it's so true. Your capacity is at a whole different level. Because of the rest, you have to get yourself back in that grind. And so back to what I was saying in in Texas, I was all about street ministry, going to feeding the homeless, going, doing this, mm-hmm. going, doing that, right? Greeley, Colorado in the winter, you're looking at 10 degrees. You think people are outside waiting for a hot meal? No, they're living in cars. It's, it's a whole different vibe. And so, so many people, they care about me, but they're like, you got to go scout out the land. You got to get back to ministry. You got to get da, 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 da. But the Lord kept telling me, no. This is a whole different season. You're going to do things differently. And so I even tried to decorate my wall, my background here, like I did in Texas. And I start putting it up and I'm like, this don't look right. This ain't Texas. This is Colorado. And so I started really, really started looking at everything in that mindset of what you were saying about the capacity. And it's imperative and it's paramount that people understand this. That just because you rocked one way last season doesn't mean you're going to rock this season. And you're in that season right now, right, of of literally trying to figure out, okay, trying to wrap your brain around, how do I do this? Because this is not what I'm used to. So if you don't mind, break that down for us. Bring us some nuggets. I know you got some puzzle analogies because you are the puzzle lady. I mean, there's just so much that we can expound on. And this is why I love to do interviews on the book. Because I've had people that are close to me that that said, you didn't put enough in the book. And I'm like, I did that on purpose. And they're like, why? I said, so that you can think for yourself. That's why there's a game plan. <laughs> so, Dasha, go yeah. ahead and, and just continue this conversation. Two things, though. What you said about the atmosphere. It's okay to, I don't think you're going against what the Bible says when you said that. And I know we start talking off the top of our head and that's not what you meant. So I want to clarify for those that misunderstood. Let me tell you what my brother meant. He meant that it's (laughs) not okay to conform to the world, but when God changes your atmosphere, it's okay to conform to the atmosphere he changed you and sent Mm. you to. So So let's, I just wanted to clarify that. And then to those that don't understand the way you wrote your book, it's a testament, again, to yielding to the capacity that God gave you. You did something different. You did something new. So when someone picked up the book and they were expecting whole chapters of paragraph after paragraph expounding on something, you turned God's word and your life experiences and these 
life tips full of wisdom into a place to let this book breathe. And your book is actually co-authored by everybody that you interview and allow to come in and share their perspective on the life tip. So your book is never going to go out of date. It's never going to get old because every time you go back and review a life tip with somebody different, somebody else is going to come behind and see something totally different in, in life tip 43 than I do. But all that's doing is again, reviving the life tip. And you're not, instead of, if anything, this book is humbling. Your book Mm. is so humbling because you didn't say it's all about me. It's all about what I think. It's all about my wisdom and my nuggets. You said, you know what, here it is. Here's what I want you to ponder on. And then I'm leaving room for the book to breathe life and allowing others to breathe that life (laughs) into it with me. So you are literally funneling the breath of life through these pages with these tips and these wisdoms. So for people that don't get that, it's because they're used to seeing something in an old way and you've already gotten hip to behold today I'm doing a new thing. And that's exactly what you did with this book. So I would, wow. I just want to bless you and, and thank you for doing that. Now, wow. getting back to work, you know, I'm going to throw <laughs> in my puzzle analogies here. Like I said, the beginning of this year, God took something that Puzzle to Purpose started in 2014. I've been talking about it. I've tried to do videos before and it didn't work. It it didn't quite fit that season that I was in. Mm. And it's like all of a sudden after last year, the beginning of this year, God, he didn't say get back to work per se, but that's what he meant. You know how sometimes God will say something to you and you don't quite get it and you got to read between the lines right. and it's like wake up and get it. That's what he meant. And as I look back over the last few months, he was showing me how it's time to get serious about what I'm serious about. And I didn't give you this puzzle to purpose in these life analogies and applications for your life for you to sit and just let it become a hobby. It's not a hobby. It's a ministry. It's a business. It's purpose being expressed through all the different pieces and components. And you don't have a right to sit down on it. You don't have a right to sleep on it. You don't have a right to complain about it. What you do have a right to do is my word. And I need you to get back to work and do it the way I told you to do it. So I, I mean, I got my tail jerked real quick at the beginning of this year is it's how are people looking at puzzle to purpose? Are they looking at it as, Oh, Tasha, that's cute. That's fun. That's a hobby. Or are they looking at me and saying, wow, look at what God's doing through her. And I said, if that wasn't what was happening, that's going to be what happens from this point forward. And I made those adjustments. And as soon as I started making those adjustments and putting my hands back to work and getting back to the, the hard part of it, the hard part isn't the analogies because the Holy Ghost does that. I mean, mm. <laughs> I can't take credit, credit for any of that. The hard part is being obedient and saying, yes, Lord, today I will get up and I will do another broadcast at 6 a.m. Yes, Lord, today I will make that phone call to that person you put on my heart to call two weeks ago and I still haven't done it yet. 
yes, I will give, even though this may be the last $20 in my wallet, I'm going to give it because you said to give it. That's the work. That's the getting back to the basics. And why wait till tomorrow or put off tomorrow what I told you to do today? It was like, Mm. stop putting things off. And once I started getting serious about that, it's like all the pieces started coming together. I mean, God gave me so many more puzzle analogies this year than he has the past several since 2014 put together. And I've been so just like drinking from a water hose. I'm like, Lord, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to keep up. And he's like, don't worry about keeping up. You just keep being obedient and keep working. I'll worry about how this all comes out and if people get it. So I stopped worrying about people getting it and I started getting it. (laughs) Like getting in gear, getting the pieces connected for myself because once I understood how it works, you know, we've talked about how puzzle pieces, there's an order to putting a puzzle together. And people have said this year, I didn't know there was an order to doing it. I didn't know there was a process. And that's the great thing about tip 43 is it wakes up in your mind and your spirit that getting back to work isn't just something we say because maybe you grew up and you know what it means to put in a hard day's work and you know what it is to break your back and you know what it is to put in those night shifts and maybe work two jobs or that's not the kind of hard work that God was telling me to get back to because then it would be dependent on me. So when, you know, getting back to work didn't have anything to do with me physically trying to make things happen getting back to work, it actually was the complete opposite. It was getting back to the realization that only God can make things happen. And Mm. I just need to look to him for that. And I need to exercise good judgment in this season. I don't need to be in agreement with everyone that says, yeah, I know God. And yeah, I'm a prophet or I'm a pastor or I'm a, it's a checking season. That's work. Yeah. You want to talk yeah. about getting back to work? It's like, boy, discernment is work because there's a lot of deception and deception is a distraction. So getting back to work, I mean, I'm telling you, I've got notes. So I do have another thing I want to share, but I, <laughs> I, I'm going to throw it back to you because I feel like I'm talking too much again. No, you're good. <laughs> you are good. I mean, good to go. So let me just let me just bring up three yeah. points. Rest is really reset. Oh, yeah. When, when you rest, you are you are literally resetting. It's like when you take that break. That's why mm-hmm. they give you those two fifteens and a half hour, right? Those are I myself would rather have small breaks than one long break because the long break gets me like, oh man, do I really want to go back to work? But those quick breaks, those quick naps, I love my naps. But I'm literally fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. I wake up and I'm like, reset. All right. Back to that video that I was doing, back to that podcast editing, whatever that is, because my mind is clear and it's the same with our seasons. And so to add to that, when I came out of that season, I made myself a promise that I was going to live every day as if, as if I was in my rest season. What do I mean by that? If we would only as children of God, kingdom dwellers, understand that we are to function in peace and literally look at my life every day that I go on my walks as if I'm on vacation. 
no matter what is going on, why can't we live like we're on vacation? When we went to the Grand Canyon, I just got done with my sprained ankle. And then here comes sciatic. When we went to the Grand Canyon, I literally got emotional. The very first second that I saw it, I said, and I turned to my wife and I said, I want to live. Right when I saw that majesty, when I took yeah. a deep breath, I said, because it's breathtaking. I don't know if you've ever been to the Grand Canyon. No, I haven't. I want to oh go. My, oh, my gosh. You <laughs> have to list. go. You have to go. Even if it's just a weekend. You and your husband, you go. You go just for the weekend. They have buses that will drop you off through the whole uh, Grand Canyon to where you can hike a little bit or just take pictures. Oh, my God. Just beautiful. Anyhow, I was there and I looked and I said, baby. She said, yeah. I said, I want to live. And it was one of those moments of, of rest season again, because I was going so hard mm-hmm. that the Lord said, you will live. This is what I created you all to do is to live. Yeah, so, so it's really a reset. The other thing that you talked about is the rights. We don't have a right to even complain to God. Ask Job. Job mm-hmm. didn't have a right. God had that dialogue and said, where were you when I called the seas to the shore? Where were you when I did this? Where were you when I did that? Yeah. So powerful. We don't have the Israelites. Right. We don't have the right. Yeah. However, we don't deserve grace. But once we're under the blood covenant, this is where it's powerful. Now we have the rights to the kingdom. So we don't have the right to push the kingdom back. And say, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. But we do have the right to function in power, principality, and all of that in the kingdom. And once you understand as a kingdom dweller to understand that grace is there for a reason, but so are principles. So the principles that's in your life to know and to understand God has already ordained everything. Just like you said, he's already, Mm -hmm. he's doing the work. All we got to do is be obedient. That's That's it. it. That's it. That's it. Obedience well, is better than sacrifice. sacrifice. Yes. Because God knows we, he would run out of cows if we had to sacrifice for all, all of our sin. So I'm going to leave that right there. We don't have the right. And then the other thing that just, just made me just, it just blessed me is when you talked about this, this book is allowing, you know, the breath of God to speak to people. Like it's literally like allowing this book to breathe onto people to Mm -hmm. really truly dive into your own life to say, you know what? It takes work. Yes. Even for me, Tasha, when I'm doing these podcasts, I'm reading this stuff and I'm like, I wrote this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've been there, done that. (laughs) I've, I've had, I have, I've had people even like now when you're like life tip 43, I'm like, all right, let me go see. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't remember these. People would say, hey, remember life tip number 21? I'm like, I got to go. No? I- <laughs> I'm like, boy, the Holy Spirit's good. Any, yeah. any good? <laughs> yeah, any good? I mean, yeah, it's just, it's amazing because this is where we have to come to understand that it's Holy Ghost filled. It's Holy yeah. Ghost breathed. Yeah. And this is where we have to just function. Don't worry about what it's going to cost. I just got off the phone with the client of mine. She, she was going through some stuff. So the other day I said, you know what? I'm not even going to send the invoice. You know, just go ahead and breathe. The Holy Spirit's 
checked me today and said, do you're a coach and now you're teaching people not to trust. Mm-hmm. I want you to get on the phone with this girl and I want you to call her and let her know, Hey, I know you're in this rest season, blah, blah, blah. However, I'm going to send the invoice because we're both walking by faith. She yeah. said, amen. Send me the invoice. Why? Because we're kingdom. Yeah. We're kingdom. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to pass it back but over to you. This is so we, good. So I know. Good. And I'm like, I told y'all. About, <laughs> this is how it is every time we get together, coach. So I'm not surprised. But when you were talking about Job, the story of the Israelites came up. And, you know, when I was saying that we don't have a right, I don't have a right to complain. I don't even have a right to complain about the work that is ahead. And it reminded me of the Israelites and what happened to them when they complained about the promise. You know, God was telling them, it's time to get back to work. You've been walking around this mountain for 40 years. It's time to go. They sent the scouts and, and what happened? They didn't want to do the work. I know, I know it says some of them were afraid of the giants. They were afraid of the work. It wasn't just the giants. They didn't want to get back to work because they said, you know, God said, I, you are well able to take the land, but what does taking the land require? Work. <laughs> and they didn't want to get back to work. They didn't want to humble themselves. They didn't want to be obedient to that. They wanted easy. You know, they they wanted to wake up and God just handed to them as if he hadn't already handed them enough. And so I'm not judging them. I'm just sharing the story because it's right there in the word. But you know what happened to the complainers? God said, okay, that was your promise. That was the potential for you to live out your promise. But guess what? Every last one of you that complain are going to die right here. You're not even going to get to enter into your promise. You saw it but you're not going to get to touch it. And even Moses, Moses didn't get to see the, I mean, he didn't get to touch the promise. He was like, you're going to die right here with the rest of them until every last one of those complainers was dead. The rest of them couldn't move on. And that is what this life tip speaks to me in volumes is I don't want to be left behind in the desert. I don't want to be left behind dead to my purpose. And the promise that God gave me because I wasn't willing to do the work. So, so good. Um, I just, uh, I said one of the last things that it takes if you're going to get back to work is that you have to have a team or someone to coordinate with, to collaborate with. And, you know, this speaks to me because I think puzzle pieces. So in this season, God has shown me over and over again that I have to share the promise. I have to share the work that's ahead. I have to let people know, hey, this is what I'm working on. I used to be afraid. I would say even be early this year, I wasn't fully expressing and sharing the things that God put on my heart because I was afraid I was the one that had to do all the work involved with it and that it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't be completed. And God just really put on my heart even just a few weeks ago stop holding in everything and start sharing because until you start sharing and telling people what I've told you, those other pieces are not going to show up. They're Mm. not going to even have the opportunity. So you have to have a team and be willing to collaborate and connect with those other pieces tied to the work because we can't, like you said, coach, you were coaching uh, 10, almost 10 individuals a week doing one-on-ones. You were doing the work but you needed to 
team them up. You needed to team mm-hmm. up. You needed to do things in a in a coordinated way to where you're not being worn out, but God's word is. His word's mm-hmm. being worn out and used through you by that collaboration. And then finally, you have to rethink your commute. So those of us that used to mm-hmm. go to work one way, maybe we used to take that street or maybe we took uh, this route Maybe we drove a certain car, but that was last season. Now the car's been in the driveway for over a year and the battery's dead and and it needs some work. And I've had everything in the sun happen since trying to go back to work, get back to work. Mm -hmm. And God was like, it's the same thing in the spirit. You got to rethink your commute. How are you going to get to the work? It's not the same. Nothing we did last year or the year before or last season is the same. He was like, not only do I want you to get back to work and I want you to do it my way and be in compliance with me and follow my safety guidelines and, and team up and show up, have good attendance. He said, I want you to change your commute. He was like, come with me, follow me. I don't even want you going the same way that you used to go to work. I don't even want you taking that same route. I don't want you stopping at the same traffic lights. I don't even want you going in that direction. I have a new path. I have a new commute for you. I have a new route. And the only way you're going to be able to get back to work the way I have for you, the way I have it in store for you so that you reach completion in your purpose for this season is for you to change your commute. Wow. 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 You are just speaking. You're just dropping nuggets. Just the whole commute thing, the whole thing about Moses. What dropped in my spirit is no matter how much we shift, (laughs) no matter how much we complain, no matter what it is, God's, what does the Bible say? I look over my word to see that it is fulfilled the way that I have fashioned it and called it to do. So no matter if we complain or not, the gifts are irrevocable, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gave you a task and I told you to do it. All I need mm-hmm. you to do it. I don't care how you get it done, but you're going to get out there. And that reminds me of my mom. I don't care how yeah. you do it, but you better it get it. Done. You better get it done. It and, and be don't done you give me no lip. By the time I get home. <laughs> yes. By the time I get home, <laughs> that better be home. done. That and better when, be yeah. And we, and, and when we saw that finger, it was on like Donkey Kong. So this yeah. is where it's, it's imperative that people understand this. And this has just been so, so good, Tasha. I love breaking down these, these tips. I love breaking down conversation with you because there's so much depth. There's so much depth in that because you understand principles. You understand theology. You understand kingdom. You understand that, you know what? It's going to take some work. There's a whole new season. This whole world went through a major reset. And there's yeah. so many people that are so caught up in the reset that they're not understanding the journey that comes along with it. Just this morning, uh, yesterday, I normally, you know, walk about six or seven miles every day to the park, blah, blah, blah. Well, yesterday I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go a different route. So I went through the park and then Mm -hmm. I went about another two miles out this morning, the same thing. And I told my wife, I said, I'm going to start walking in so many different directions because I want to, I want to learn my city. I want to learn the houses as I'm walking through there. I'm praying. I'm listening to Tony Evans preach. I'm listening to Dr. Miles Monroe. I'm listening to kingdom dwellers. And what is that doing? It is it's bringing the atmosphere into the atmosphere because let's face it, Colorado, whole lot of bud smokers. 
You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's what it is, Ain't right? The atmosphere. Come on, coach. Yes. So it's, it's going through this going, okay, let me, let me get to know this neighborhood. Let me get mm-hmm. to know this atmosphere. Let me get to know what I'm walking through, who I'm walking through, who I'm talking to. Cause at the park, I see the same people. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's going on? Da, 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 da. I want to see more people. Yeah, I want to see, see different direction. Yeah. And this is, this is where, Change where God wow. is changing and resetting. And when people fight it, they're mm-hmm. missing the journey. They're missing the blessing that's in the reset. Are people dying from COVID? Yes. Yeah. Is the politics all jacked up right now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is our government crazy? Yes. <laughs> oh, is, yeah. the, is, is the world crazy? Yes. But here's the difference. Now it's live streamed before it was hidden. That's the only difference that's happening. It's right right now. It's being exposed. There's so much things that are being exposed and people are like, oh my God, I didn't come on. Like you didn't know that was going on. Right. Come on now. Like it's been going on. on. If if we were doing video, you could see my duck lips. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like you didn't know. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, this has just been awesome. Tasha. Just yeah. every bit of your analogy, every bit of your your heart, um, you know, but man, this has been so good. So any final thoughts on what we've been talking about? Drop your website. Let us know where we can find you. Well, website again is www.puzzled, the number two purpose, puzzledtopurpose.com. Thank you for letting me share that. But I do want to just drop this final, final uh, just a little piece of wisdom. I did some research. I just looked this up. What are the top five hardworking jobs that get paid the most? Because getting back to work is hard. And I wanted to see, I was like, okay, who's getting paid for the hard work? Who are those top five? And it's mm. uh, your delivery drivers. So yay for those delivering our packages. Uh, warehouse workers, those that are working in those warehouses and factories, retail. So those that are still making sure that we get our needs met and we're, we're still shopping, landscaping. So when you were talking about changing up your route and checking out the landscape, I was like, Ooh, that's number four. And then five amusement park people that work in amusement parks. Those are the top five that are considered hard jobs but they get paid the most. And so what that told me about tip 43 is that even though God is challenging me in this season to get back to work, it is proven both in the natural and in God's word that those of us that work hard get paid the most. The result is going to be the greatest. So that is my encouragement. It's not just woe is me. I got to work hard. Oh no. You know, it's not that at all. I'm excited about the work that God has me to do. I'm humbled by it. I'm hungry for more of what God wants me to do because I know that those of us that are hungering after the things of God, we're seeking first his kingdom. We're working hard and we're being obedient to his word we are the ones that are going to get the biggest payoff and reward in jesus name for his glory amen Amen. you know that all comes back down to diligence yeah when you're diligently seeking the lord he will give you the desires of your heart period psalms 37 and 4 
And so, man, this has just been so, so awesome. So please, all of these links for her website, for her Facebook, all of that good stuff is going to be down below on the show notes. And so I'm just so thankful for you, Tasha. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for sharing this conversation. Thank you for taking time out of your day to come and hang out with uh, 100 Power Tips to Set You Free podcast. So with that being said, we will catch you guys on life tip number 44. All right. We'll see you then. Peace. Well, all righty, my friend, I want to thank you once again for hitting that subscribe, listening to the podcast and sharing it out. If you have found any value in this content, do me a huge favor, my friend, and email me personally at recoverycoach at setfreelife.net. I would love to hear your input or you can drop a review down below. And if you are inquiring about a coach, reach out to me on my website, setfreelife.net. Hit that coaching tab. Let's get you on a 30 minute complimentary session and see if this program is for you. All right. With that being said, I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.